Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Oh, yeah. Football. Oh, yeah. It's time for some football. He is a 10-year NFL veteran. He once started in a Super Bowl. He loved it so much, his time with the Vikings, that he stayed in Minnesota. He is one of us. He is the rhino himself, Alex Boone. Boys, Boone. how we feel? How you guys doing? You okay? Well, are you okay? We're we're listen. We're okay because we are the therapists for sad Vikings fans. Who, by the way, Vikings Ventland, If you missed it yesterday, Booney or anybody else, it's without really much surprise the most consumed Vikings Ventland episode of the season so far. Oh, really? a lot of people needing therapy after an zero and three start here, Booney. A lot of people. well, when you when you lose to an zero and two team, I'm not sure that. Everyone's feeling really good right now. You know what I'm saying? Well, they play an 0 and 3 team this upcoming weekend, right, Judd? Don't they? Aren't the Panthers going to get any worse, right? Uh, yeah. Thielen both calls a playoff game. They're both 0 yeah, okay. 3. He's on he called it a what? A playoff game. It has a playoff okay. game feel. Yeah, that's no, what that's what an 0 and 3 versus 0 and 3 is a playoff feel, Adam? I feel like that's Adam. a hot seat game. Like somebody's <laughs> on the hot seat and whose seat's about to get hotter. You're about to find out. I just, let's be honest. Cannot go over. Someone's going to get fired. Someone's going to get fired. I'm just saying, look, look at Denver. Someone's got to get fired. Hello. Would you fire, is De- Declan's going to fire someone's ass later on today. Are you firing Sean Payton? Stay tuned. No, I'm not. Uh, you, I thought we fired him already. Didn't we fire him when he was talking a whole bunch of mess to Nathaniel Hackett? And we were like, dude, that's so not cool. Like, co- two, two old white guys going at it. Nobody wants to see that nonsense. <laughs> well, well, the Jets do. might have some problems too, Booney. So, uh, Nathaniel... Hackett's meal ticket went down the drain. He's kind of the jinx. To man. be fair, though, to be fair man. to Nathaniel Hackett's, he's just going to look at the owner and go, "What? What yeah. you want me to do?" Yeah. Number one went down. This is a whole different scenario. This is a hey, why the hell are we not clocking it? Why is everybody freaking out? All we need to do is just stop the clock real quick, and instead, we're all just going to freak out and act like a bunch of idiots. I'll give Kevin O'Connell credit he was at the podium uh for his day after press conference on monday he was he's shaking like you could tell he doesn't know what to do but i will say this he's taking every bullet he can for kirk he is just like absorbing every one of them without without trying to say and but boone what's incredible is there's like huge gaps in his story about like kirk called a play 
And I wanted him to run it, but if he can't hear you, how do you know he didn't want you to spike it unless he's signaling from the side? Like, there's huge gaps here, but O'Connell is falling on the sword at every turn. And Kirk, Kirk's back to being Kirk here. So we're going to get into all of this, and I have the film of the last two plays, and we have like 10 other things to get into film-wise with Boone. Let's shout out a couple things real quick here. Uh, You can find Alex Boone's brand-new YouTube channel and podcast. It's the O-Line Committee. It's Alex, Jeremiah Serrell's Breaking Down Film, uh, Talking Smack, Fat Guy Fantasy. It's the O-Line Committee, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. And then our friends at TCL are helping to power this thing on Purple Daily every single day. TCL, which has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. And TCL makes more than just TVs, too. They offer mobile products, audio devices. Maybe they need to make an audio device that's louder in the quarterback's helmet so he can hear the play call or, or an audio device that's just yelling, clock, 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 spike it, something like the that. The fans were know. yelling that. The drunk fans were like, clock the, the ball, irony. clock the ball. And he's like, I can't hear anything because you're yelling. The irony is he couldn't hear because of the crowd yelling clock. So what are your, Booney, all right, there's so many no, things. I no, feel like, do where, do you, where do you like want to start? Where do you want to start? start? Like where do you want to start? start on the you want to start on the fans that I yelled at, what, like 10 years ago on when to <laughs> shut right. up? Like, nobody can hear you, okay? And if I can't hear the quarterback and I'm like, what are you saying? And he's, like, <laughs> screaming, what are we doing? Once again, we, we, you know what? No, this we're not is why, this is why you got in trouble, yeah. right? I don't this care is exactly why Boone got in trouble. trouble. It's the truth. How many times do you guys have to see this? And it's the same thing. I'm not throwing any shade on the fans because at the end of the day, everybody knows that's a clock situation, right? Fourth and five, you check it down. Go figure. Your quarterback checking it down, right? Like, thank wow. God it wasn't fourth and eight. <laughs> we would have been in some real trouble. But anyways, oh first God, down, what do we do? I don't know. Do I start counting all the zeros in my bank account? Maybe I take off tomorrow and start sending back some fan mail. I don't know. I could do this all day, Mackie. How long do you want me to go? This is exactly what we've been saying for the last six months. This is why nobody had any faith in the Vikings. It's because in a pressure situation, he will always resort to what he knows. That is not doing it. He's not making the play for the money that he's making. Everybody else around him is dying on a lot of swords. Everyone's like, oh, KOC, you're great. You know how many guys up front are dying on the sword for him? You know how many guys on the outside are dying on the sword for him? And at the end of the day, it's all falling back on the same single person. And that's why as an alignment, it kind of pisses me off. Okay, so what do you have to say? Because I could come back at you. Okay, let me open up the box score here real quick. Okay, oh, here we go. Right here. here we go. Right. Why don't you pull out a PFF right grade okay. while you're at it? I'll, I'll, okay. You know what? I'll oh, feel maybe better. We'll check those. My two eyes didn't just watch the same game. Right. Go ahead. Okay, so if I were, if I, and I think you know where I stand on Kirk, but here's what I'm going to do. He threw for 360 yards, three touchdowns. He had 13 quarterback hits that he absorbed in that game. Okay, the defense gave up 400 yards passing. 28 points and here he is he's grinding down the the coach the coach won't let him make his own decision at the end of the game right so you know there's he's leading the nfl in passing yards right now it's not his fault alex Woody, what do you it's not, it's not it's not his fault what's your comeback my comeback is you could have won that game at the end of the game you had 25 seconds left you could have won that game, and you didn't. And that just goes to show you that all your pretty little stats go to nothing because how many dubs do you have? How many? You can look as pretty as you want. If you don't go to the show, what does it matter? Who cares? Who cares if you throw for 10,000 yards? If you don't even make the playoffs, nobody – they're going to laugh at you. They're going to be like, 
the hell you mean this guy threw this many yards and you didn't even win a game? You serious? You serious with this? Oh, okay. You like that? On three, one, two, three, two, three. So, so we all know how we feel, and I think we all know how fans feel. But to your point, there's tw- there's actually Hawkinson catches that ball with 37 seconds left, and the clock starts to run. So forget about us for a second. If you are the left guard on that team, if you're if you are and you might not have had the best day possible. How does the team feel right now? That's what I want to know. Right now? Well, There's a lot of souls. Oh, about this? Yeah. Like right here? I think everybody well, should have known in the moment what to do. This falls on a lot of people. Yes. Like okay. We know that once it's a first down, we have no timeouts. We're under a minute. Just get to the line. Get set, and we'll get it figured out. If anything, the quarterback's just going to take a snap and throw the ball in the dirt. But this is where, like, this pure panic comes out. And I have to throw it on the leader of the team. That's his job. Hey, guys, stop. Settle down. Get set. Look, we're panicking. We're all panicking. Where do we go? Why why doesn't this, for for the YouTube audience? Why doesn't he just say stop? Everybody, stop. Give me the ball. Like, there's a go. It's not hard. And and by the way, the the film cuts this off here. They cut out, like, the chaotic 20 seconds. But you can kind of see they're nonchalantly for the YouTube audience. They're kind of, they're all kind of like, there's no urgency here. Hawkinson, right? Everyone's walking. What are we doing? See Kirk coming in even later. Like, watch Kirk here. And you can go back, go back. There's one frame that shows you he's pushing somebody away and everybody's standing there looking at him. When he should have just been like, give me the ball. Hey, clock. If, If only Brian Schlotman hears you, that's fine. As long as nobody else is moving. Dude, give me the ball quick right now. But instead, it's like this panic situation. And then we throw it, once again, to our check down. I mean, okay. Should should Hawkinson catch this ball? (laughs) You tell me. Hand in your face, ball away. I don't know. Dude's leaning on your back. Should he? Sure, you're a pro. Could you? Obviously not. Like He knows the dire situation. He gets a nice little push off right there. I'm not against that. But that's that's, by the way, that's short of the goal line. He catches that. That's a, that's a yard short of the goal line. The clock runs out. And not only this. that, but the problem is it's got to be a rifle. So that if that ball, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's got to be low. It's got to be down because you don't want something like that happen. I remember all the time when we would practice red zone. And the red zone is, let's not make any mistake about it. The red zone is really tough, right? Like everything shrinks. Everything gets smaller. You have more guys in smaller areas. you got to be precise. And when you throw a ball like that, it's got to be like the most perfect ball. But you're making that much money to do it. That's your job. My job is to put the ball exactly where it needs to be on this type of play. This is why I get paid this much money to do this. If I can't, you're in and you're out. Maybe I'm not that guy. I'm not saying the pro was great up front. I'm not saying that. He dude took a lot of hits. You've heard me say this before, though. This is a violent game. You're going to get hit, dude. You still have to get up and make these plays. At some point, I thought the O-line was playing really well. I thought the run game looked good. I thought guys had a little fire under their ass. It looked like Dalton Reisner coming in the room. was kind of got everybody like, I'm back. Oh, coach, yeah. Dalton, hey, what's going on? I'm the starter. You're the backup. Let's sit down. Let's sit down. Right? Does that happen when you start 0-3? I don't know. I think people had someone, 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 somewhere has to look around and go, someone's got to take this bullet. Who is it? 
We're 0-3. We can't go out again next week and go 0-4 because then it's going to be one of the coaches going because then it's like, hey, stupid, how long are we going to play this game? How long were you going to do this before you fix something? I can't continuously keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. That's the definition of insanity. Believe me, my coaches made me memorize it in high school. <laughs> so, Boone, beyond the what, what we have been told by uh, by KOC and Kirk, who said, I'm empowered to do what I want. But in Buffalo last year, I did something and got in trouble. So you see, I can't see the future. Beyond all the crap that we've been told, tell me this. If you are the coach of the Vikings, how does that play? Or as a player, how does how did that play really work? Because there's no way with a clock running that you have to wait for the coach to say clock it. I can't believe that. Yeah, how did 23 seconds run off the clock before it's someone bad. did something? But I mean, it's, tell me how after this- 10, after 10, I'm starting to, I'm, you get nervous. What are we doing? What's the panic? What's the problem? After 15, you're like, guys, we might as well have just huddled. What are we doing? And at some point, I'm watching the game like, what is all the mass confusion? Snap the ball and clock it. It's a first down after a fourth down, and there is less than 30 seconds left. This is not even a discussion. If anything, you want to talk about having some balls. If they would have fake clocked it and thrown a fade, I would have. Marino! I'm going to tell you right now. I would have been the exact opposite. I would have been a Kirk Crusader till the end. But instead, he's over here like, wait, hold on. We'd be waiting with a flag, Moody. Marino gets the Jets. Monday Night Football. (laughs) Crusader. I'm telling you right now. Instead, it looks like this. Hold on. I'm waiting for dad to tell me what to do. I'm 45, and I make some of the most money in this league, and I don't know what I'm doing. It's exactly what you look like. You like it. I mean, I think – so I I don't know. You – you're not on Twitter, probably for the best, Alex. Never, and uh, you're on Instagram. People can find him uh, on Instagram, the Rhino 75. But mm. last night, you know, I tweeted. And I could have used maybe some different language because I quit football in eighth grade. So when NFL hey. players hear me say that's a clown sequence, they're probably, you know, they're probably like, who's this pudgy little punk on the you know podcast? We did. There were times on the bus after games where guys would pull up Twitter and they'd be like, can you believe this guy right now? We'd all laugh about <laughs> stupid yeah. things. People, Oh, yeah. Don't worry. You get, you're and that's fine. That. And that's fine. But uh, and so John Sullivan, the old Viking center, he was the center from like the Brett Favre 2009 season. I know and he, Sully. And I played with Sully, dude. You guys overlap. And so Sully and I know him a little bit, but he came in and he said, no, that's a clown tweet, bro. Here's how it works. Coaches call the plays. Quarterback can't just unilateral. I said I said either Kevin O'Connell has to give Kirk the, the the authority to just run your own two-minute drill in that spot. Hey, if there's 30 seconds left and the bullets are flying and the clock is – there's no timeouts, just go, dude. You're 35 years old. Either spike it or call a play, but it's your thing to run. Either do that, or if you're Kirk, you probably just have to go up and spike it and don't – forget about what's happening in your ear. That was my own just sort of yeah. idiot take. John Agreed. Sullivan was like, no, you're an idiot. Uh, you're an you know, idiot. You can't, you can't, you can't just like – override what a coach wants you to do this or that so i came back and i said well john let me ask you this would 2009 brett Favre have let let 23 seconds run off that clock no no. and he kind of conceded now other people jumped in they're like no brett Favre would have snapped it and thrown an interception that ended the game which kirk did too no stop stop those are those are all haters you're right mackie and that is the biggest thing that we're taking away from this is that this is almost the same situation i am in no way saying kirk cousins is in a brett Favre league i'm not even saying that's close but i'm saying you're of the age and you're of the pay grade that if all of a sudden on a monday morning somebody was like what happened you were like hey man shit hit the fan i made a call 
there's not going to be a lot of people that go, well, that was stupid. They're going to go, hey, all right, we live with it, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like you're young enough that somebody's going to tear you apart for not running what they want. It's, hey, coach, I'm in the moment. I can't hear you. And I see the clock going down and I started to panic. So I just went clock. What is number one? You're not going to get yelled at. I mean, that's clearly the thing you needed to do. But at the same time, this is what always goes back to me. And I'm going to say this, and this is going to get really deep. So if you're not ready for this, turn it off. At the end of the day, if you are constantly scared to do things as my leader, I am scared to play with you. Why? Because the threat of you getting yelled at by daddy is not big enough of me coming down the pipe on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, at some point, you have to let the ball fly. You have to go out and play and say, hey, man, I'm doing my game. I get paid the most. I say the most. As a matter of fact, I don't even like your offense. I'm pulling in my own stuff. At some point, you have to stand up and be like, I'm the boss here, not you. And as an old lineman, if you're up there and you're like, dude, what is going on? What the hell is the chaos back here? I'm losing faith by the moment. And then you throw another pick to end the game. And it's like, ah, here we go. Here we go again. We're going down the same rabbit hole and nothing's changing. And everyone's like, oh, it's all good. Oh, yeah, Kirk, I know. Blah, blah, blah. Instead of being like, hey, you know what? You're right. I should have clocked it. That was on me. The chaos, the pressure, it just got to me. Won't happen again. Done. It's just yeah, it's dude, like I, too many people taking too many bullets for everybody. And sometimes the politicalness has to drive you guys nuts, right? Like, oh, no, Kirk's doing great. You're like, dude, just say it. Just, just say it. You're pissed. You're yeah. pissed. As a head coach, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I'm pissed, too. I'm yelling clock. That idiot should know to run clock. What do you mean he didn't get the play call? He should know it's clock. Put yeah, that on me. It's And it's like the no one's trying to make a direct comparison. Like You nailed it even better than I did. No one is saying, well, Kirk Cousins is Brett Favre. Brett Favre, Super Bowl champion, MVP, oh, like right. Hall of Famer, different category. And Brett Favre had his football flaws. He would throw a dumb interception in the NFC Championship game, which is also a game that Kirk has never been to, which is another story. See? But... At the end of the day, I'm with you. Like, it's one thing if you're a second year quarterback and the coach is guiding you and navigating your way through. If you're, or if you're Bryce Young or something starting your third game for the Panthers, which, and people, people think I hate and whatever. Like, we praised Kirk so much last season and he deserved a lot of that praise for fourth quarter comebacks and standing in there. Yeah. But when your season's on the line and you're sitting there like, waiting for someone to tell you what to do as the clock is bleeding down and players are looking over at you. It's just someone's looking for someone to take action and he doesn't in that moment. And it was such, it was such a powerful microcosm for his career. I feel like maybe I'm making too much of it, but I felt like he throws for 360. He's, you know, he largely avoids blame for the loss, but at the end of the day, the game is winnable and the, and you just need one more play. Booney, they ran 10 plays on the last two drives inside the red zone, and they just needed a touchdown to win it. And is it his fault that they lost? Not necessarily. No, not but, all but, his but, fault. But you need one more big play, and here's 10 plays in the red zone to do it. Yeah, I agree. And how many I times mean, have you how many times have you run two minutes? You know your favorite plays in the red zone. You know the receivers on the field. You know what everybody's welcome to do. You know you need to get the ball out of bounds or you need to score a touchdown. Those top three plays should be running in your head. The minute TJ catches that ball, you're thinking, okay, I can't hear what's going on. All right, well, I know I should clock it, but I'm gonna get crazy and run one of my favorite plays real quick. Cougar, cougar, cougar. Here we go, here we go, here we go. But if anything, don't just this. It's the whole like, what do we do? I don't like it. I can't stand it. I love when I see 
quarterbacks go out and be like cowboys. And they just are like, you know what? I can't even hear you anyway. Shut up. Yeah. Here we go. Hit me. Hit me with a little demon out there. Yeah, baby. Look saucy. I'm like, dude, this is great, right? Why? Because this dude's willing to do anything to wit. He's not going to listen to his dad tell him, hey, now listen, if it's cover two, you throw the primary. Okay, thanks, dad. There's a reason they got to turn it off in 15 seconds. A lot of the quarterbacks you see, they're like, stop. I know what I'm doing. Stop it. The hand goes up. They're like, it's enough out of you. Right? Yeah. That's when you're like, this dude's in a mood. Let's roll, baby. Let's roll. Whatever you call, I'm running. And the same thing with Brett. He may have thrown interception, but damn it, he was making the tackle. So what could you really say about it? Like, you were like, all right, dude, threw it. He made the tackle. All right, cool. Defense is going to stop anyways. We're good. Here we go. And this is where... And this is where the O'Connell-Cousins relationship was supposed to be by now, which is there wasn't supposed to be. This is very this very much goes back to, to Mike and his staff with Kirk. Well, I didn't know what to do, and I couldn't hear. Like, that's – and then when he has the audacity, and this is – if I was a teammate, this would have driven me nuts, to bring up the Netflix thing in Buffalo. We're talking about clocking the ball. Like, we're not talking about a play call. We're literally talking about you should have clocked the ball. And he's trying to say, well, last time I tried to, to do – something i got in trouble i got you and so yeah and, and if i'm his teammate too because here here was my suspicion when i saw it and now i'm pretty positive he had editorial control of that netflix special right like he had a say on what could go in and couldn't go in and i thought he might have d- done this he's manipulative enough to put in an example of something that he can then use for himself and that's how that comes off like because he said he didn't say do you remember the thing in the special in buffalo the quote is the Bills, he knew exa- He knew that that was a plant to say, well, the next time something goes wrong, I'm just going to show you what KOC does to me. That's what bothers me. Yeah. That looked like a plant to me. I agree. And I'm telling you, as, as, a, as a teammate, you see that, and you're like, here we go again, another year of everyone just hiding behind a shadow, of taking bullets for everybody else when we don't need to, when all the real teams are really just like, yeah, our quarterback didn't play well. He's going to play better next week or else. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. They're not afraid to say that in other places. They're not afraid to come in the room and be like, that was a pile of you know what. But here they're probably like, Kirk, can you leave the room? Can you leave the room? We're gonna we're gonna discipline everybody but you. We're gonna let everybody know. TJ, you should have caught that ball. I could easily Boy. see that. Boy. Wow. All right. Let's take a deep breath here before we it's dive. Hard into to when film. you're 0 and this 3, is, dude. No, this is great. No, you don't you don't take a deep breath. You continue to bring you bring this same energy. Okay. Let's take a deep breath and go over to Underdog Fantasy, her decks, and uh, let's see what kind of uh, uh what kind of highers and lowers are we looking at here from the weekend? That oh look at well that's two ninety two and a half for Cousins last week. Take the higher on that. Yeah, there there was some there was a bunch of winning slips. This is just one of them. Our, our score north audience loves themselves some Underdog Fantasy. They wrote a lot of these hires. They, I mean, Justin Jefferson's been free money all season. I mean, he has he's he's crushed his prop every single week. Uh, and you can go to Underdog Fantasy use promo code SCORE. SKOR, they'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. You got a couple Monday night football games. You got a Thursday night game, NFL, even MLB. Baseball playoffs start soon enough, too. All right. So, plenty of things to get in on at Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code SCORE, SKOR. They'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks and uh, send us those winning slips. We'll show them right here on Purple Daily. Uh, also, a shout out to our friends over at Burger Press. Okay. Burger Press mm. over in Edina, uh, 494 on France Avenue. So this is an independently owned and operated by by Minnesota sports fans, by the way, big Purple Daily fans, uh, the owners of Burger Press. We're talking about perfectly crafted, delicious burgers. You've got the B-roll you see here on the YouTube channel is from a little Scornorth luncheon we had, crinkle-cut fries that are not too... 
They're not too overdone, but they're just crispy enough, which is kind of how old Macadac likes them, too. They've got wings, crispy chicken sandwiches, shawarma, Nathan's hot dogs. It's just a, a glorious place to get lunch with friends, family. Oh. Uh, Burger Press in Edina off 494 in France Avenue. My phone must not have been working that day. My bad. I'll get the next invite. Thanks for that. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, you know, I thought we don't tried to call it. you. Yeah. Well, we don't want we we thought they'd run out of uh, burgers for your metabolism. Wow. Got, wow. got Michael Michael Phelps metabolism over here. Guys <laughs> doing Ironmans every two a day Stop Ironmans. It. I'm not sure if you know about Alex. Yeah. No, hey, I'll tell you what. My eighth grade or my eight year old softball team, AU, just just won states this last weekend. And it oh, was, look at them incredible These are you the third base were... coach or what's your no, I'm, the, I'm the head coach you're the head okay i'm the head ball coach baby girls were roping the ball made some great plays had a lot of fun it was crazy the uh the music got a little out of control and i think everyone looks at me walk like, up songs I'm... walk up oh. music so the moms were like they must have planned this and the walk-up songs were contagious dude like even i was in like ready to go mode and there was a couple times they let them play a little too long and i may have started to pitch the machine i was like whoa <laughs> All right, try to take it down. Like, dude, it got it got really exciting. I like, I don't I don't know if we need walk up music for eight year olds. You know, Sorry, I feel like that's time out, Maggie. Time out, Maggie. Stop it. Stop young. it right now. Oh man, see how amazing this was, dude. That's such a hater. Such a hater. I'm just saying, I feel like they should have to earn it. Okay, you know. Oh no, these girls. Win. They said that there should have been a documentary made on the progression of the season that we made. It was phenomenal <laughs> on Netflix, dude. Like with Kurt? Well, control? Yeah, you could have seen me on my Tuesday taking the day off doing nothing, just oh, totally come sitting on. there that getting my back. Un- but hey, babe, you see my stats? You see my stats? That's right. Yeah, we lost the break. Gloves are off. We lost narrowly, but I went four for four. So, yeah. there, dude, there was that. There was fault. actually there was a Twins player who shall go unnamed one time when uh, when I covered that beat like well twelve years ago. So you can probably narrow it down. And he was he was in the minor leagues the year before, and his team lost like fifteen to two. And he walked back in the clubhouse after the game was over, after a 15-2 to loss, and he goes, well, I went two for three with two doubles, so it ain't my fault. Like, looks around the room. <laughs> oh, I better know hey. who that was. Can you get take a guess? Uh, Danny uh, Valencia. <laughs> Moving on here on Purple yep. Daily. Danny <laughs> Vikings Entertainment. Hey, we may, right. we may have played with a few guys like that. We may have played with a few guys like that. Didn't really care what was going on. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. I'm going to pop up some film here. So I think we did enough on, on the Kirk situation there that I want to go to the other side of the ball here. Okay. And uh, the, the Vikings, we're going to watch Vikings defense. So we do trenches breakdowns here with Alex. So if you're looking for the stuff on the edges and the skill position guys, this is not the right film review for you for you. So the Vikings with Brian Flores, defense blitzed 82% of dropbacks yesterday, of which there were 47 pass plays for the Chargers. The Chargers went 40 for, for Justin Herbert, 40 for 47 on completions yesterday for over 400 yards. And that doesn't count the wide receiver touchdown pass for 49 yards too. Yeah. So what we want to know from you is why weren't these blitzes getting home and more effective? So I we're going to run, we're going to run like three or four of these plays and you tell us what you're seeing. Okay. 
Yeah, for sure. Number one, offensive line up front. They're actually pretty good. Uh, Rashawn Slater, left tackle out of Northwestern, first-round pick. Corey Lindsley, center, very, very well-known. Uh, Trey Pipkins on the right side, guards. Or I think one of them's Jackson, Trey Jackson. But they're just – they're phenomenal up front, and they do a great job of getting after people. But a lot of what the Chargers did was just, what do we see throw the ball? Right, we're not going to deal with a lot of these pressures, and this is kind of the new system going on here, where they they're going to start moving people around, get the defense thinking. Right at the same time, we're in gun. We're going to get a quick snap. We're going to hold the ball out here. Now everyone thinks it's run, but what is the quarterback looking at? Oh, he's looking to see what's going on on the outside, and he's like, "Hey, I can win out here, right? I got a guy running here. Number one, you could technically hand this ball off and probably score, but two, as soon as he does that sidearm, he knows knows that he's open." He's, that's what he's looking at the entire time. And it's actually funny because we just put this into my sixth grade team. And it works. Play, so, I'm not right even kidding here. you. No, I'm not even kidding you. We call this gun Trey Wright. Are they blitzing off the edge? Yeah. Of course they are. Dude, everyone, and this is how it works is once you throw everybody down here and they think it's run like this, and now the linebackers can tell what's going on, but he has no way to make a play on this. And I think the problem was on the outside, there was a mad miscommunication. And I hate when the DBs look at each other when someone scores and like, no, man, it wasn't me, it was you. Hate that because you know it was you look super easy. And when you're just pitching and catching and making it that simple, it's really hard to get after quarterbacks. And that was a lot of their game plan was hey, listen, if it's open, just throw it. Let our playmakers make plays. But this is a hell of a sidearm, dude. This is like how many quarterbacks take a sack on the he doesn't look at it, he does not move his feet after the he after the pivot to the running back. How many quarterbacks right here, right here? So you fake this handoff. Well, he Josh Metellus is in your face. How many quarterbacks get this off and it's a touchdown, flat-footed? Not a lot. And he, But he knows if I get this ball off flat-footed and eat this sack, it's a tud. It's worth it, right? It is so worth it. And it's just, I mean, he is wide open out there. So, Boone, I, you know, with Eckler out, the Chargers couldn't run right. I, or they at least they didn't want to. But they didn't even you, try to. But do you agree <laughs> no, with not. me that they had a run game and it was the pass game? I, yes. I think the short passes, um, in fact, and, and Belichick has done this going back to the 2006 game here when the Vikings had a stout run defense and you couldn't run up the middle. But it felt to me like Herbert spent half a day marvelously playing point guard and yeah. that they actually just used the pass as a run to circumvent the blitzes. So and and Herbert's so good, it looked to me like he knew the blitzes were coming, purposely would wait them out because his delivery is so quick. Right. No, and not only I agree 100%. I think the short passing game was their run game. And they obviously kind of came in the game knowing we're not going to be able to run the ball that well. They only ran the ball 15 times, threw the ball 50 times. Like they they go into the game knowing, hey, listen, this is what we're going to try and do. But a lot of the deception is if we do hand the ball off. This is a fun play, too. I mean, you're in what? 11 yeah. personnel and you got three receivers to the right and you're in pistol formation. Like the odds are endless as to what's going on here. And the whole ability of Justin Herbert to just pump this ball over here and have everybody full slide to the left. It just collects everything. And at the same time, Keenan Allen's running across the middle of the field wide open. Like that's another issue you have to worry about. How many, many great... what the Vikings send here? How many did they send here? Oh, we got, so we got, so they're showing one, two, three, four, five, six. Like six. Go ahead, play. Okay. So yeah. anyone bailing Everybody, here? Everybody's coming. One, two, three, four, five, six. They're sending six on this play. A little twist. 
Now watch him get away, though. God, look at it. Off balance. And that that throw right there, off balance. Mackie, you just said it. You know how hard that throw is to just throw across your body a dart. (laughs) Incredible. But that's a lot of that is confidence. And they've been like this for a while. And I think they're one of the one teams that when you play them, you say, hey, they don't have a run game. But when Austin Eckler's there, they could have a run game. And if, if he's playing, this game would have been way different because he is another liability that you have to account for at all times because they'll just swing him the ball and he is everywhere. Right, let's take a look at another one here, too. So this looks like it's like 11 personnel again here, I think. Right? Yeah, we're in 11. Yes, look at that true even. Oh, here we go. Middle dog cross. Boom, boom. Hey, go back real quick. Mackie, oh, we this talked is the about one that this. bounced off of Caleb Evans' uh, hands and head. This is, this is a fortunate touchdown for the Chargers. This but. is just one of the unlucky things that keeps happening to the Vikings this year. But what, Mackie, who's going to get yelled at here if we're on OLC? The running well, back it. for sure. Watch it. Middle dog cross. What's he do? Oh, he cuts. He Don't cuts. cut. Oh, like you t- almost take never, out your left cut, tackle. never cut if you're a running back, kids. Never. Okay. But, but hey, we talked about this O-line before. They're very mm-hmm. good. They've played a lot of games together. They know what they're doing. When you can just sit back there and pipe this ball out there real quick, and all of a sudden it's a touchdown, like who's really beating who, right? Like no one's really even having to do anything. Well, this is another one, Booney, where the Vi- and, and Judd and Dex, too. Like, the Vikings send six on this play. They send yeah. six on this play. They're sending two extra rushers. And, yeah, you, I think on O-line committee, you would definitely be uh, lighting up the running back for, for uh, oh, a, de- a, a desperate cut. Uh, cut here. But but they do enough. The offensive line and Herbert do enough. to Now, it's, he underthrows this, and it should have been an interception by a Caleb Evans. So you could, make a, you could actually make a case that the pressure – maybe get, put him in a bad position footwork-wise, and he, he should have thrown an interception here. So you could kind of look at this play one of two ways. Is that going to be a PFF ranking? Is there a ranking on what could have been but wasn't ever? <laughs> or should have been? <laughs> exactly. You know no what? one cares. You know what? This play was unfortunate, but don't forget the play before this, I think, was third and 17, and that was not unfortunate. It was a breakdown. Keenan Allen, I think, caught an 18-yard pass to set we this play up. Here. So, so like, but these are but these are like where you don't make here your own is. fortune. Right yes. I have, I have a out of order. This is the play Listen, before it right here. This, and watch this, this throw. Look at this defense, too, though. Do you see something different about it? Like, it's it looks – a lot harder to kind of figure out, right? To there diagnose. are no, there's no defensive lineman on the field here. You have there's one, nine, there's one nine nine. Who, but you already know no, who's no, blocking. No, but, but he's an edge. I mean, like like interior, like defensive a Harrison lineman. Phillips. Yeah, but there's, yeah there's, there shouldn't be on third and seventeen. I wouldn't expect them to run the ball. Okay. They haven't ran it all day. So this is the perfect. This is what you want to see. But this right here causes more deception. This right here causes more problems. If you throw mm-hmm. a funky four two at me, I'm just gonna laugh you off the rest of the day, dude. Go away. When you throw eight up, seven up, all of a sudden, everyone's got to start accounting for people. And we've talked about this on O-line committee. Now that these guys can change their numbers, it becomes really hard to figure out who's safeties, who's linebackers, who's the bigs, who's not. This is where this stuff starts to come become fun. But you need to see more of it and less dropping. Bring more pressure. Put quarterbacks in the heat. Don't make it easy. This is easy. Look, he doesn't even really have to roll anywhere. He's just like, you know what, I'm going to go over here. They yep. drop everyone here, by the way. This was uh, this is one of the rare times they didn't send an extra rusher. So they showed they showed the seven, but only four wound up coming. But even like Booney, right? The deception of even if right. they only send four here, which four are coming? Right. That's part right. of the exactly. And not only that, but are we labeled correctly? Do we have everybody labeled the way they want to? Because see, if you pause it, pause. 
See how there's a 91 in here? See, normally you would think the guys outside the guards, 58 and 44, would be the tackles. But now they've moved a tackle in and switched him with a linebacker, right? And you have to see this the minute you come up there because you got to let the center know, hey, this is a big. I'm going to be here. And now all of a sudden the declaration changes everywhere. See? Look, he's setting down on him. He's not an idiot. You didn't fool me. But this is what it's becoming. Like, all of a sudden, see Corey Lindsay? He's like, oh, boy. Wait a minute, we're going back. And all of a sudden, the left guard's like, wait a minute, the guy I'm setting is not going where we're going. See, this causes problems. We want to see more of this. I love this stuff because it makes me think who's thinking, who's not thinking. And at the same time, go back. You're in a complete empty set. How could anybody not squeeze that as a left guard? Go back. Oh, we may have found our problem. Here we go. We're watching left guard. We're watching 7-7. You're on the spotlight, my dude. Check it out. We're in total empty, right? There is nobody to save us back here. So we should be going to the right. We're sliding. We're sliding. See, I think Corey Lindsley goes wrong here because oh. the, the right guard goes down to the left because he knows he's a big. And Corey goes to the right, and the left guard goes to the left, which you just totally exposed the A-gap, which is probably why Justin Herbert started to run. See? Can I just say for a second, Justin Herbert, so, he kinda, so it seemed like there, it was a little muddy, and it seemed like Justin Herbert decided – there's a lot going on here up front. I'm just going to move to the left regardless of what's happening and make this throw. He winds up completing a third and 17 pass, fading to his left, not setting his feet, and throws the ball, I think, across the right hash mark here. Maybe not quite that far. Did he get this to the right hash mark? I don't think it went all Past the, way the right hash mark. Oh, yeah. 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 That's an insane play by a quarterback. And Hicks is trying to get back, but he can't. And it's not, I mean, yeah, it, it's a nuts throw. It's a great play. Man, just, uh, so I don't know. We just wanted to show you a few plays to see, all right, why? why but but now you see why Vikings that deception, now mm-hmm. they almost did though. You see that play right. right there, Justin Herbert rolls out because he sees 55 running up the A-gap and he's like, ho, oh, who's blocking this dude? Now he doesn't panic, right? He doesn't freak out. You see how he sees the purple jersey coming? And he's like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to get away from this. These two are figuring it out. I'm going to go over here, a little scramble drill, see what happens. But at the same time, those plays over time add up. And when you can continuously keep messing with the offensive line and messing with the quarterback, not that it really worked right here, but if you can keep doing this and harassing him, it can mostly end with a win. So, okay. So there's some there's some things here that are that are maybe positives for you're zero and three. There's nothing positive. Let's be honest. (laughs) <laughs> Def- defensively, Booney, is this a is this a Flores issue or is this just a personnel you don't have enough talent and so they, they have to sell out at times to try and put pressure, but they don't have enough quality players up front, especially yeah. aside from because da- Davenport still has not played. Right. And so D- DJ Wanham's a backup. He's not a guy that you want to play a lot. Uh, Pat Jones, I thought, was go- going to be good. I don't think he's great either. So is this a Flores problem with the schematics, or is this just a personnel he's trying to make up for what he doesn't have? It's kind of – I mean, don't both those run together a little bit? I mean, it's kind of like – it's just a defensive issue. It's that. It's the scheme and it's the players. At the same time, 55, if you're running right down the pipe by yourself, you should get home. You should just barrel through some dudes. Like, you just got to make plays. And at the same time, Daniil Hunter can't be the only one making plays. Everybody else has to show up. While everybody's focusing on Daniil, everyone else should be just taking what is theirs. But instead, you're not seeing that. And when you can throw for 405 yards and what, 40 – 40% complete, uh, 80% completion, like no one's really getting home. You have to affect a quarterback if you want to affect the game. 
you go after one guy this entire game, you could ruin the entire game. But if you don't get home to him and you just let him sit back there and dink and dunk, and then all of a sudden on the double pass, everyone's biting because they're like, oh, this must be it. And all of a sudden, here we go, Scott Free. It's just the whole we lulled you to sleep thing. And it's it's exactly what you said. Our run game is our short pass game. It's a three-step game. It's fun to do. We spread you out. We see what you want to do. We just dink and dunk for a little bit, and then we take big chunks later. I got one more play. We have to go over this play, and then oh, Dex boy. is going to fire someone's ass. We we have to go over this play here. So one of the biggest plays of the game, this was a 49-yard touchdown pass, not by Justin Herbert. Uh, instead, it was a wide receiver here throwing – Keenan Allen, right? Keenan Allen connected yeah, with Mike Williams, Williams on this play. So Just. we'll all run this full speed, and then we can go back and look. Hmm. I don't know if they've put anything like this on film before. Teen uh, reception. Look at that. Everyone bites. Everybody bites. Under throw, too. Ice still cigars on Dude, Mike Williams Just uh, torn ACL, Perfectly. It's exactly the the flow of the game, right? A short pass, dink it out there, let him make a play. Everyone's hustling in to make the play, and all of a sudden nobody sees Palmer running by him. It's just – it's one of those things where this becomes a little bit of a chess match. And if you're a defense, you, you've been sucked up all day, right? These short throws have sucked you up, and now the entire fleet just – I mean, both of them are wide open. You could throw it any which way on that. Yeah. My bad. He threw it to Mike Williams. I thought it was Palmer. Yeah, he could have gone anywhere here. I mean, what do you – so as an offensive lineman – Are you kidding how, me? How, I'm going crazy. I don't is, how many times in your career with the Niners, with the Vikings, did you, did you hit a big, weird trick play like this? Oh, dude, we hit one. How much did they we, practice this? Do you think all the time? We we practice them all the time. We used to run them all the time too. We 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 hit one on Jacksonville. We did the fake where the kid runs to the sideline but doesn't go all the way to the sideline, and then he just we heave ho a fade out there, dude. We do this stuff all the time, but it's the plan of attack has to be there. Have to be sucked up, right? Like if we keep hitting deep shots all day, they're going to keep their safeties deep. But if we just continue to throw these quick outs and these quick slants on first and second down eventually they're going to start biting up here trying to get us to go three and out and eventually we just throw a swing out here doesn't even look like anyone's trying to block anyone they're still running routes and everyone just bites on it hey is there is there a chance they purposely ran this play without harrison smith on the field he's not on the field it's theo oh, they, jackson like they, like they waited for him to be off the yeah. field now I mean, they might have been like a "Hey, Harrison's not on the field." Like, if we're if we're gonna throw one, we're doing it now. Absolutely, I've heard that before. Like, hey, because he'd so stuff out. Oh, that was yeah, Theo yeah, Jackson, who, who's the last guy. Byron Murphy froze. If, if you go back and watch that, he just froze. Because yeah. Metellus sucks up to take yep. Keenan Allen, which I'm sure he should do. Right. And Murphy watches Williams run by him, and yep. just sort of olays him. Hey, uh, Declan. <laughs> You want to fire wait. someone's ass? Yes! Cannot wait. I do want to fire someone's ass. I love firing people's asses. This is great. I missed doing this last year with Booney, so I'm glad we can do it again. Uh, do it again this year, Booney. It wasn't the same without you, man. It, wasn't it really wasn't. It really wasn't. All right. Uh, we we tease what Sean Payton, and don't get me wrong, Sean Payton's been in the office. Like there's there's a slip that's ready. There's a severance envelope ready to be handed to him pretty soon here. Uh, however. He's safe. He is safe this week. He's okay for now. Instead, and I know this is a little complicated because it's not as easy as just doing it. Josh McDaniels, come on down. You are fired, dude. Oh, that's a good one. Josh wow. McDaniels. Wow. Just, just wow. a buffoon, Bravo. man. 
Yep. Watching that Sunday night debacle last night in bed. Just, what, what's he doing? I scared the dog. The dog got up because I was screaming at my TV, wondering what this buffoon was doing. And every year that he has been a head coach, okay, here's, how, here's where his offense, oh, he's with Tom Brady. He's been a mastermind with Bill Belichick. These are where his offenses, when he's not been around Tom Brady, have ranked. In points, by the way. 18th with Denver his first year. Tim Tebow. 29th with Denver his second year. Mm. 22nd last year with the Raiders. They're 28th in points now. He chased away Derek what about Carr. The, what about that Colts season? Oh, wait. He didn't quite yeah, the, yeah, yeah. get to the season. Yeah, the and then he chased away Those himself Those guys are still there. looking for jobs. Those coaches. Right. Uh, he's, he's barely won anywhere he's went. He's had the security blanket of Belichick and Tom Brady after that. Hell he had, uh, Mac Jones, I believe his rookie year or not his rookie year. It was, uh, that was the Cam Newton and debacle the first year post Brady. That offense wasn't good either. This guy was only good because he was around great infrastructure everywhere else. He has been an absolute disaster. He's a buffoon. You're fired. Josh McDaniels. Good call. Great call Dex. Get your ass out of here. Love what you just did. Love it. But we're also firing uh, Sean Payton, too. I mean, you get a 50-burger on you. You shoot the hell out of it. Chris Thomason. You stop stop watching at halftime. Thomason got Payton to snap at the podium. I don't know what more you could want. Zim's friend... Peyton, when he's like, but, but you made history. And, uh, you know, I mean, don't, don't you start to say, but what's the question? What's the question? It is what's great, dude. Like, like Next he, question. He no, no. already, it is funny. That, Sean Payton. That was like, who I thought it was. That was who we thought, I thought it was. Yeah. It sounded just like, I go, oh my God, that sounds just like Chris. God, is that, just, did somebody else sound like, I'm like he was like, I just wanted you to know that that was historic. I was like, it's like something Chris would say, too. Especially like, to I'm aware. I'm aware. And he started What's rifling through, like, the history of it. That was the best part because he did the same thing to Zimmer, and Zimmer would go crazy. The, the best one was, I think it was two years ago, where, where Thomason, you know, launches into some chapter and verse about some dubious statistic. And, and Zimmer says to Bob Hagen, all right, Bobby, we're out of here. And just gets up and walks off the podium. Bob's like, oh, God. All right. Bob's like, oh, God, here we go. No, dude, I, just, I can't wait. Amazing. Can't so, wait. All right, so uh, so Josh McDaniels and maybe maybe Sean Payton. Call. 70 points in a football game. You're out of here. Hey, uh, you know, if, you're, if your back hurts from scoring 70 points in a football game, just carrying the ball up and down the field, maybe you should go to Summit Orthopedics. Whatever type of pain you're dealing with, even if your knees look like boons, no referrals are needed. They offer same-day appointments. If you're really hurting, they also offer urgent care, 8 o'clock in the morning, 25 locations across the Twin Cities. Learn more at summitortho.com. Oh, hey. that was something else there today, boy. Football. Hey, Good stuff. This is great. This game coming up this week, I'm so, I, I got to be honest with you. I'm looking at the, uh, the pregame. The Panthers? Yeah, and the the Vikings offense is ranked third. Yeah, they move it up and down. They can't put sure. it in the end zone when it matters, but they yeah, you know, they, they move the most it up another thing of the offense. Just goes to that, show you they got a lot of yards. Are stupid. Like yeah, yeah I'm just letting you know. I'm really excited. Uh, once we get done with this episode, I'm just going to call Boone and just rattle off all the PFF grades from from all the games on Sunday. Stats I probably are stupid could is a segment. <laughs> I'm stats are you. stupid is a segment somewhere. It's got to be a segment. It should be a segment on this right here. I'm going to write stats it. Down. Are stupid. Stats what stat, are stupid. What, what stat is driving you crazy? I mean, the the alliteration's perfect, Alex. Stats it are is. stupid. Starting next next week on trenches Merch. with Boone here. All right. Here we go. Merch.
S T O O P I D on the shirt. Stupid. Here we go. Stupid. All right. He's uh he's Alex Boone, our football loving friend, and uh, we learn something every time we pull back the curtain and watch film with him. So appreciate you guys hanging out with us here. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. Click the like button, the subscribe button on the YouTube channel, and go follow uh, Alex and Jeremiah's project, the O line committee on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. See you guys.